where these chakras are located in your body, when they are imbalanced when, and blocked, you will start to see the manifestation of physical ailments or dis-ease in those areas. Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Heather Russell. Heather is a wellness coach, life coach, and energy healer who is shaking up the industry with her unique approach to empowering women leaders, creators, and visionaries. After working in corporate for over 20 years and working as a wellness coach on the side, she knows what it's like to experience the hustle and grind culture, which is a pathway to burnout, exhaustion, and dis-ease. Lover of all things natural and woo-woo, Heather has developed a four-phase process that helps her clients heal past roots, define a new future, empower confidence and authenticity, and supercharge their motivation for consistent inspired action. She also incorporates shamanic practices and EFT in her client sessions to provide a holistic and well-rounded approach to her coaching. There are certain areas on the body called chakras. Each chakra is responsible for certain aspects of our personality and emotions. So when they're impacted by betrayal, for example, it can be expressed in any number of ways. The good news is my next guest, Heather, is going to explain it to us further and also explain how to recalibrate ourselves by rebalancing our chakras so we're feeling stronger, more comfortable, confident, calm, and happy. Here we go. Okay, everybody, we are here with Heather Russell today. First of all, I have to tell you, before I hit record, we were talking about all kinds of modalities and strategies and all these things, but we are talking today about limiting beliefs, healing limiting beliefs through shadow work and so much more. So welcome, Heather. Thank you so much, Debbie. I'm glad to be here on the show today. Of course, and we're, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And Heather and I know each other because I was on her a magnificent summit. Before we even get started in content, can you just talk a little bit about your summit? Sure. My summit is called the Vibrant Woman Summit, and um, it is for women after 40. Um, so maybe you no longer you've realized no longer that you no longer like your job. Your hormones have changed. So it really kind of changes everything. Maybe your relationship has sucked and you want to get out of it. Um, maybe you feel like there's no men around. Maybe you're really tired of spending 40 years um, portraying somebody that you're really not. You're not your authentic self. So I created this summit to really show you how to find purpose in your life, have a job that you love, balance those hormones, feel alive and well in your body because the juiciest part of your life is just starting. You get to have a magical life after 40. I have to tell you, and it's so funny because there are so many people who can relate to have a, a great life after 40. I'm not kidding. My best life started after 50. It really did. So <laughs> for those of you watching, listening, men, women, thinking, oh my gosh, you know, over 40, it's over. I have to tell you over 50, it starts getting really, really fun. So don't let 40 <laughs> scare you. 50 is even better in the 50s, well into the 50s. Anyway, let's get back to what we're talking about today. So there are so many different modalities and strategies to help, to help us heal. Now, of course, everybody watching and listening, they're here because on some level they have experienced a betrayal, could have been 
decades ago, and they're still struggling with it. There's something about it that's still holding them back. So let's talk about some of those limiting beliefs that may be one of the reasons why they're still staying stuck. Okay, absolutely. So the work that I do is primarily in, I work at the chakras and I work primarily with the four lower chakras. And and you know what, Heather, before you even go yes. further with that, let's talk about what are chakras because there are some people who may not even know. Sure. Chakras yeah. are energy centers in your body. So my really my philosophy is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And in this experience, we have a physical body, we have an emotional body, and we have a spiritual body. And the chakra system is part of our um, emotional and our emotional and physical body, right? So while they, you can't see them if when you do meditation or you get really into like the spiritual side of things and, and the chakras have been around, I think for 2000 years BCE. So they've been around for a long while in um, Hinduism and some other really ancient wise cultures. And they're really their energy centers. And we have seven inside of our body. And then we have an earth star chakra, which is down below our body. And then we have um, some up above like our our celestial chakras that are, um, that are above our head, right. That link us to universal consciousness, God, the universe. And, but the, we ideally have seven that are inside of our body. And those are the root chakra, which is located like near your tailbone. You have your sacral chakra, which is your womb. Um, that's your power center, your solar plexus right below your diaphragm, your heart chakra, your throat chakra, your third eye chakra, and then your crown chakra. And each of these chakras um, has an identity. And, you know, so I'll just really quickly go through them. So the root chakra, for instance, its identity is the right to be here. So it means that it is your tribe. It is the family you were born into. It starts to develop while you were in utero and goes up to about 18 months. And it is that I, I have the right to belong here. And a lot of us don't feel like we belong here. And so we have separation. You know, I myself said, is this really the family that I you know, got born into? You know, it was just such a radical shift from, from who I, who I was. Your sacral chakra is the right to feel. This is our feeling chakra. You know, a lot of times that we think that it's our heart chakra that, you know, is like the feeling while, while it does the sacral chakra is our creativity center. It is our center of creation. It is our power center and it is the seat of our emotions. And then the solar plexus chakra is our right to act. So this chakra is about having the willpower. It, it defines us who we are as a person. It gives us the idea that this is who we get to show up as in this life. The heart chakra and um, the identity there is the right to love and to be loved. The throat, Ooh, the throat a, chakra. That's a big one right there for everybody. Okay. Oh my goodness. I know. And, and attracting the right love, right? <laughs> Cause after so, betrayal. Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's keep going. And then I want to dive in even, even deeper to these because I feel like it would really serve everybody. Okay, perfect. So the throat chakra is the right to speak and to also hear the truth. Um, 
that, that was a challenging one for me, you know, I mean, I was a singer, but I felt like no one could hear me if it wasn't inside of like that creative expression. And then having people hear you really hear you really listen, you know, that's, I think that's one thing that we're kind of struggling with in the world at this moment. Um, And then the third chakra is the right to see the right to you know, like see through illusions, um, the, like the right to see people fully present, see you. Mm-hmm. And then the crown chakra is the right to know. So this is your right to know things, to have that intuition. So how do we know? Let's go through each chakra. I would love to, to do this. Let's go through each okay. chakra and tell us when, how do we know if it's out of balance? Sure. All right. So I'm just going to start with like a tiny bit of an explanation for each of Mm -hmm. these. So, and I'll just go through each. So the first one is the root chakra and that's our foundation. Mm -hmm. So the lessons that we are, you know, you know, it's all about the right to exist. So this is our security and safety chakra. It's about grounding. It's about survival. It's about family. We also have um, like our money appears there. And blocks for this are anxiety, depression, um, fear, feeling ungrounded or spacey, suicidal, having PTSD or body dysmorphia or a few um, of the ways that like you can tell that your root chakra is imbalanced. So like we said, it's our foundation. It's our right to exist. It's our right to have money. It's our right to be in a family. It's our right to be accepted by that tribe and not have to worry about being forced out of it. Um, which is why we pick up a lot of behaviors, uh, about, you know, I don't do this because I don't want to, I want to belong. Mm. And that, that is our root chakra. And, and you know, and then when you think about, and just, I I don't want to go even further without going through this. When you think about betrayal, I mean, that is an absolute shattering of our sense of safety and security. So would you say that's a root chakra hit right there? It's a root chakra. And it also hits your, um, your heart chakra as well, because of, you know, the, there's a common theme in all of the chakras, which is shame. So each of them hold like little pieces of shame, but that just, when you are betrayed, when you have been cheated on, or you are the, the cheater, it rocks your foundation. You feel like, why am I still here? You start getting, you know, I had when my partner cheated on me and I thought he was my soulmate of soulmates, you could not have talked me off the ledge, which my friends tried to do you know, that he was not being faithful to me and I refused to listen. And when I finally had my come to Jesus moment, essentially, you know, I, I couldn't believe I believed this lie for six years. So that really totally rocked my foundation. I really disassociated myself um, from myself for a period of time because I couldn't believe I had such deep trust I had such deep security. This person, like I said, I felt like was my soulmate and that was gone. So that really rocked my root chakra. Yeah. And that's something that unfortunately just about everybody listening has or watching has experienced for sure. And the good news is everybody, everything can be put back into balance. You hear me talk about it all the time. You could heal from all of it and you can, you can heal, uh, you know, you can, uh, balance. Is it, is it called rebalancing your chakras? What happens when you, when they're out of balance and they're in, are you rebalancing them? What are you doing to them? 
Yeah, you're you're recalibrating them. You're bringing it back into balance. Yes. Okay, so recal. You can recalibrate them, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Which I wish I can recalibrate my dogs right Tiny now, new. but hey, here's where we are. You're all here, and this is life. Um, okay, <laughs> let's get to the next chakra. All right. So after uh, the root forms, and they really kind of stack right on top of each other, like right as the root is almost finished um, developing, then you have the next one that develops. So the next one is the sacral chakra. And this is the emotional realm. And while the root makes us feel that we have the right to be here, the sacral chakra establishes our experience to feel and how to live our lives. So our lessons from that are, you know, we're here for pleasure and desire and creativity and creation, right? I mentioned earlier that this is our power center. This is our creation vessel. Flow, surrender, sexuality, and our emotions. These are all of the things that we're brought to experience here in our sacral chakra. And when it becomes imbalanced from, you know, and there's situations that, you know, pop up, like you're shamed for having emotions, you feel shame around sex, um, you, you, there, you know, there's another thing where, you know, he would hear, um, and it's usually older people that say, you know, for creatives where they're doing their art and they go, get a real job, you know, so they're like shaming creators, but as part of that whole shame, like paradigm, but that's ways that it starts to block your creativity gets stifled. You start questioning, like, really, do I, how, how are these emotions not safe to have? So the blocks start to show up. Like you start having extreme emotions. You have obsessive attachment. You have like a lack of excitement in your life or a lack of passion for life. You deny yourself pleasure. Then you start to feel loneliness. You fear change you have a low libido. I mean, these are all things that are very tied with our creation center. And, and that also wanes too, after betrayal, you're not ready to immediately become vulnerable and, you know, have an intimate relationship with somebody after you have been so um, betrayed. Absolutely. You could see how that gets completely shut down. So you could really see how just in uh, not just, there's nothing just about it, but like in betrayal, those first two chakras, you can see how they are completely thrown out of balance. Completely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's, yeah, go ahead. And it takes a while and it takes a while, you know, it's not like an overnight fix, you know, to get it because, you know, part of the problem is where we're talking about like the blocks, it, you know, it's shadow work that we have to do. And a lot of these things we don't want to admit we, you know, and we don't want to look at because we would rather face rejection than to admit like, this is not really who I am, or I'm angry about this, or I don't feel love, or I don't want to, you know, it's a whole, I don't want to, you know, attitude. It's so true. And, and you know, when you say about rejection, first of all, rejection is so common when it comes to betrayal, we are feeling so rejected. But what you said is very true. We would rather reject ourselves than feel, you know, let's say we're just, we've been betrayed, we're on our own, whatever. It is so much easier for us to reject, reject ourselves than take the chance of feeling that rejection again. So that is so common. And again, so much of this stuff is so unconscious. We don't even realize we're doing it, but that's, that's where people like, like Heather come in to tell us more about it. All right. So let's go through, um, cause you said the lower four. So let's go through, uh, the next two just to see how they're out of balance. And then again, how we can, uh, 
put them back into balance. Perfect. All right. So the next one is the solar plexus. So this is where we're focusing our energy on defining who we are and manifesting our desires. So we get to, um, like we get to know ourselves in this chakra and then it starts becoming a physical expression about how we start to show up in the world. So the lessons in this chakra or the things that, you know, it comes with is right. Autonomy will, we learn independence. This is that like terrible twos phase. If you have kids that, you know, they wanted to have independence. So they're really trying to push their boundaries with you. Confidence, your self-esteem, your inner power. You start to see, right. That you have your own power outside of your, your parents or your relationship. It's energy and vitality. And the ways that we become imbalanced in this chakra is feeling pressure to conform shame strict parenting was a, is another one, right? If you don't have freedom of expression, you know, strict parenting does that. My parents were super strict. Oh my goodness. Um, and then also abuse or punishment from a, an authority figure also, um, impacts this. These are like the changing life-changing events. So the blocks that come out of that, when you're uh, sick, your, um, solar plexus chakra is imbalanced is passivity, mm. aloofness, narcissism, low self-esteem. This is where you see a lot of eating disorders. The root chakra had body dysmorphia. Here we have eating disorders, then pancreas issues and diabetes. (laughs) It's also located in that area. So where these chakras are located in your body, when they are imbalanced, when, and blocked, you will start to see the manifestation of physical ailments or dis-ease in those areas. So, you know, and it's so easy to see because I want to relate it all back to betrayal. When you're uh, just your your pressure to conform or you're feeling shame or experiencing some type of abuse, I mean, that could be going on in someone's marriage or they could have come from that or that's what they could have been experienced, experiencing for decades. So yes, it, it's so easy to see how the solar plexus would be. Um, you know, out of, out of whack with that one. And then all of the, uh, and then it's so, it's interesting because you're saying here eating disorders. And I know on the post-betrayal syndrome quiz, we've had it probably close to 90,000 people take it at this point. And, um, and 47% of everyone who's taken that quiz has some sort of, of weight issue. And it could be in the beginning, they can't hold food down later on. They're using food Mm -hmm. for comfort. And it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like it directly ties. You could see it tying to that chakra. Okay. So we did the root uh, imbalance, the sacral, the solar plexus, and now the, um, the, the heart, that's a big one. We're going to the heart chakra. Yeah. And this identity is about self-love and the keys to self-acceptance. And you have to have self-acceptance in order for you to be able to receive love in return, as we know. So the lessons here um, in this chakra, right, is love and relationships, unconditional love, self-love, self-acceptance, trust, forgiveness, and finding balance. Mm-hmm. And the things that block us in this chakra are grief, mm-hmm. abuse, shame, betrayal, like we have completely talked about in every single one of these chakras, rejection, negative experiences also with like close friends and families, you know, you could have had your heart broken from close friends and families. Mm -hmm. And this manifests, um, it has physical manifestations in heart disease, lung issues, asthma, 
having that um, inability to connect with others in, in addition to yourself, um, yourself is the uh, uh, solar plexus chakra, but you know, here they're all tied, they're linked. A lack of forgiveness, a lack of empathy, or being overtly defensive and judgmental. And one thing I wanted to note in this chakra as well is that, you know, we have just seen an uptick in um, like breast cancer, you know, over the, really the last 30, 30 years. And okay. I'm not a medical doctor and I can't provide medical advice, but if you're looking at where the heart chakra is located in your body, you know, it's, it's right. It's breast cancer. Right. So it's like, if you have so much grief or anger or resentment or shame, it we're energetic beings. We're having a human experience and we're energetic beings. So this is going to creep out into that. And I do wonder how much of that really is because our heart is broken. And, and you know, first of all, there is another episode, everybody, I don't know the number, but it was the link between betrayal and breast cancer. So we did do an episode on that, but to, speaking to that, uh, heartbreak is real and it's physical too. And I know we think, oh, it's just an emotional thing. Oh no, it's not. And I wrote about it. I believe it's in either trust again or from hardened to healed. And I tell my story about how, uh, I had, I remember saying my heart hurts, my heart hurts because it did. And then it exactly. physically started hurting. And, and I had never experienced a, uh, a feeling like that and, and always hearing with heart disease for women, how it's just, it expresses itself differently. I remember saying to myself, you know, if this gets any worse, I'm going to have to do something about it. And I, I, I remember going to, I used to go to this yoga class and I used to go for the little lesson she used to give. And she was talking about one day uh, how we, we have scars as when we're a kid, we have scars. We're proud of them. We're like, oh, look at my scar. And as an adult, we hide them. And I was, so I thought about that. And I said, you know what I want to do? I'm going to act like the pain in my heart is, is that it's healing. I am, am healing it. So that's what that pain is. It's a scar that is forming on my heart and it's healing. But if it gets worse, I'm going to do something about it. And then here I was one day in my office, finishing up a call. And all of a sudden the room starts going black. I sit down on the floor. I'm so dizzy. I feel like I'm going to pass out. My daughter takes me to the emergency room. I'm like, I got to, I got to, you know, and I thought I was having a heart attack and in and I had no idea it was a panic attack and I had oh never goodness. experienced anything like that. And so heartbreak and heart pain is real. The heart chakra is, and you'd know this more than me is being so, is it being bombarded with so much energy and, and there's something so intense going on in this area that we physically can't handle. And then for me, it manifested in, uh, in it could have been heart disease, but it was this panic attack. And I tell the rest yeah, of the story uh, in the books, <laughs> everybody. So, but yeah, I mean, it, so it's real. And then a heartbreak syndrome, that's a real thing. It is a real thing. And if you really think about like, as we talked about the seven chakras in your body, your heart is the center one. So it's the last one of the upper chakras. You know, if you're moving the and when the energy is moving down and then moving up, it's the last one as well. So it definitely gets a double whammy. And when I was doing all of my recovery and self-love and self-discovery after my betrayal, I did a lot of um, work with uh, in uh, Tantra groups, which was an incredible experience. It was like my year of yes. And one of my uh, Tantric teachers, Sean Roop said, 
your heart is the reason why you have heartache is because there's a cage around your heart and your heart is pumping against it, trying to break free from that cage. And I was like, oh my God, crying because it really described that whole thing. We want love so badly, but there is this situation that got put around our heart and it's not letting us free. We don't get to be free to express that love. And what so many of us do is we just put that gigantic brick wall around our heart and, and then we're like, nope, we're not letting anybody in. And we're really denying ourselves the love that, that we want so badly. So, you know, you, you gave us the bad news. Now, what do we, what do we do with it? So let's say we realize, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm, I'm really feeling it. I can so relate to everything she said. And I must have all these chakras out of balance. What do they do? Like, what can you do to help yourself with that? Yeah. So we always want to start at the root because that's your foundation and then work up. So I have a, like a four phase approach that I work through. And the first one is about healing. It's the healing shift. So that is um, uncovering and healing any of the past roots that are like holding you back. And this is in all four of the chakras. So what you do is we go through a series of identifying what those are, ways that you're holding yourself back and what the things that you need to heal and healing comes in a variety of, you know, it's, it's realization. Um, There are, it's yoga poses, it's eating certain foods. It's also, I mean, I love crystals. I'm super woo woo. And I, you know, and the crystals are the record keepers of the earth. So if you are into that energy, which I hope you are, you know, crystals can also help make some incredible shifts for us as well. Journaling and affirmations. And then um, if you're really stuck, there are other like energy work that you can do. But, you know, those are the things that are going to shift you out of it. And then once those have been identified and, and, and are in the process of healing, right? Like how the chakras stack up on themselves is phase two. And that is we start to develop and craft a possibility and a belief shift. So this is where you get to define that radical new future that you want to have that incredible career stepping into your purpose, that soulmate twin flame connection, you know, or just, you know, like loving that body that you are in. And then once you start having that, that vision, then you go into the third phase and that is about that empowerment shift. And that's how you actually step into that confidence and empowerment because you've healed yourself um, or you've identified it and you have uncovered the roots and you've healed your, it, you've healed all of those things that are blocking you. And then you've defined this massive vision that you are able to step into. And then you're able to step into that with that confidence and empowerment. And then the fourth is taking all of that inspired action and constantly trying to up level. That means being aware of our conscious thoughts, the situations that we put ourselves in. Um, that means also not going back to a specific set point. One of the things that we, what we learn very early on is that we all have set points in our lives. We have set points about money, relationships, how we feel about ourselves, what kind of love that we're going to accept. And if you get to have a career that you really enjoy and if your family paradigm, you know, like mine, for instance, we really struggled with money. And so my family paradigm was you know, pretty negative money doesn't grow on trees. You have to give this much, you know, 10% tithing to the church or God's not going to bless you. And, and 
for a while until I realized this, I couldn't. So if I made, let's say if I made a hundred and you know, $40,000 a year, that was my set point. But if I went over that, or, you know, I went over what my parents made in my father's business, something would sabotage my progress. Like I would self-sabotage. There would be a, a situation I would manifest that would sabotage it. And then you realize that you were so comfortable in a specific set point and you don't even realize it. So it's like this little, another, like, you know, shadow way that it, you know, it, it, it keeps you playing small and holding yourself back. So I just wanted to mention that because we're so, we have such an unconscious block to possibly having a set point, even though we really want something really hard, even though we're trying to manifest, you know, our, our pretty faces off. I mean, if you have your set point, point, you will never go above it. And if you do, something will happen to keep you, you know, below it. And you can change it. And and the set point, by the way, everybody, isn't just money. I mean, this could be joy. It could be, it could be Mm -hmm. level of health. It could be uh, really so many different things. So that's, I mean, that's really powerful. You know, reminded me as you were explaining it, um, stages two, three, four, and five of the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough, a similar journey where you're, you know, you're, you're moving through all of it, finding your path, finding your pattern, uh, becoming, and then living as that, that version of you. Heather, what do you want to make sure everyone knows as we wrap up? That you do not have to stay stuck. There are solutions out there. All you have to do is be open-minded and ask for help. We all need help. It's not You know, you don't have to worry about rejection or that you are the one that is always the supporter, right? Because we as women, we always take on a supporter role. No, don't live your life in pain, dissatisfaction, in complete heartbreak, hanging on to that betrayal, not, not living that life you love. We're here to have our human experience, and that is joy and love. It's not any of these other things. So seek out help. There is a pathway to help. You know, we we all want to have a, an, an amazing, incredible life. We don't want to be in our deathbed saying, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have gotten over that, you know? So like empower yourself now. If you're searching for answers, start seeking those answers. There is help and you can have an, an incredible life. That's great. And Heather, where do we go to learn more about you and the great work you do? Thank you so much. Um, I am on uh, Instagram at the Heather Russell, and you can also go to my website, heatherrussell.co. That's great. And everybody see this, this is the type of information we do. We dive in so much deeper within the PBT Institute. So Heather, for example, is going to be coming into the PBT Institute and talking all about and demonstrating uh, emotional freedom technique and tapping and which is tapping and, and chakras and things like that. So this is um, the kind of modality that can absolutely um, help you heal. It's something that we have so many different things that get affected when we've been betrayed and you can heal from all of it. And there are, you know, everybody has their own unique recipe of what, what truly works. We just want to give you everything. So you choose what works for you. Heather, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. And I know you, you helped so many people with what you shared. Thank you so much, Debbie, for having me on the show. It's my pleasure.
While all of the seven chakras Heather mentioned are impacted by betrayal, it's easy to see how those lower four chakras really take the hit, creating lots of symptoms that can be turned around with the right modalities. Stay in touch with Heather by going to heatherrussell.co and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at the pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway, the chakras. The root, responsible for our sense of security, grounding, survival. When it's out of balance, we can be anxious and depressed. Our foundation has been rocked, and that directly impacts our root chakra. The sacral, here's where we have our right to create and to feel. So betrayal can cause the sacral to be out of balance and display that in low libido, a lack of passion, issues with attachment. The solar plexus, here's where we hold power, where we manifest. So a betrayal is knocking the solar plexus out of balance, and that can leave us feeling pressure to conform, even drive eating disorders. The heart, here's where we have our right to love and be loved. And if there's one chakra you can count on taking a huge hit after betrayal, it's this one. But with some TLC, we can get this one back into balance too. Of course, we're here to help. With all we have in the PBT Institute, we have coaches. Actually, we even have a coach who specializes in body-based activities to help rebalance the chakras and so much more. So stop by and see for yourself. Go to the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. 